good day and or night. Whenever perchance you are listening to this episode of Red Pearl Cartel, I have two honorable guests on here. Uh, they are a couple. Um, they have their own podcast called False Reality Check. And welcome them to the show, Cartel. Uh, we have a lot of fun on this one. Um, we're talking about tripping on acid and mushrooms and all that shit. And uh, uh, also about um, getting off the grid or working your way up to getting off the grid. And uh, and a whole host of other things in this episode. So yeah, guys, sit back, smoke a dube, drink a beer. Uh, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Red Pill Cartel. I am your host, David Wavy, and I have two special guests here today. I have Buffalo and I have Legs, and they have a podcast called False Reality Check. And yeah, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Um, I have a question. I have questions for you after, but uh, introduce yourselves. Wow. Thank you, Davey, for having us on tonight. Um, well, we're false reality check, husband and wife. Yeah. Duo. Magical duo that's <laughs> learning more and more about themselves. We escaped the hellscape of California for the greener <laughs> pastures of Idaho. And we're looking forward to our homesteading adventure kind of taking shape uh, one one little bit at a time. And uh, yeah, we're just we've been here. We left what a month ago. Yeah, it's probably been about a month. We left our jobs because they were going to make us get the jab and we didn't want it. And yeah, we're, yeah. In, we're in much greater area and much greater people and much happier than we did before. Most That's definitely. Amazing. That's amazing. Like, um, I'm very curious how you got your monikers. Oh, That's man. a good question. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, we kind of like named each other. You know how like parents name their babies. We like were each other's babies in a way because we named each other. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a weird way to put it. So but, is it like but, personal, or can you share? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I mean, for for Buffalo, his full I guess his full um, name is Buffalo Rambler, and when he is on mushrooms. And out in nature, he tends to ramble a lot. Just about, I don't shut the fuck up. Just basically. about anything. But it's just hilarious. You crack up just the random things he'll say. Um, so I gave him that name, Rambler. And Buffalo, I guess, w- would you say it's kind of your spirit animal? or In, in a way, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like the name. I think I don't remember how you just said it. You just said it. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were we were tripping on on mushrooms on a hike (laughs) one morning, and that just came to be his name, his hiking name. And so funny. Yeah, Yeah. and for me, um, you gave me my hiking name on a hike also, but it was was up here. It was up here. We came in July to kind of check the area out and uh, see if we could make the move up here to begin with, if we really enjoyed it. And we went on a really great like hike out in the woods. And she was wearing shorts because it was July and she's got nice, nice legs. So I just, threw, I was like, <laughs> I was like, look at them legs. And I just said it like, I just said it like that. And I was like, that's your name. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I just stuck with it. And we, we tried to switch it to like Mrs. Rambler. Or yeah. Whatever. When we first started, 
Mrs. Rambler because I didn't really know what to call myself. She, she didn't even want a name. She was like, no, just call me Mrs. Rambler. Like, like, let me stay in the background. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need a name. <laughs> I, th- so, I just think it's funny because it's like buffalo legs. You know what I mean? Like, they it goes kind of hand in hand, so to speak. Like, almost like buffalo wings, right? Like, <laughs> buffalo so legs, true. okay? I don't want the buffalo wings tonight. I want the legs. <laughs> That's so true. I didn't even think about it. That's so Yeah, true. I didn't think about that either. Yeah, we have a friend. We have a friend who does another podcast named Chance Garten, and he mm-hmm. dubbed us Buffaloes as our couple name. Buffaloes. Buffaloes. <laughs> and then we had another friend, Gordy, who actually created a waffle recipe with like buffalo sauce on it or something. I don't remember. Yeah, his, his version of chicken and waffles. Yeah, but he calls but it Buffaloes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> um. Tell me individually, whoever wants to go first, uh, like how you guys became uh, aware of what's going on or the alternative way of thinking about the world and what's going on or spiritually awakened, so to speak. Oh, man. Um, who wants to go first? It's up to you guys. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start rambling, I guess. <laughs> So that's okay. That's what it's for. <laughs> I guess um, I was always into like different kind of perspectives on things. Um, there was a time I was a big like drone and I would just believe what everybody would believe, you know, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. I, I voted for Obama the first time, the second time I didn't vote. And um, after, after his like last term, I was like, this guy's the worst president in the world and chocolate um, jesus yeah chocolate jesus <laughs> i love that for him he's such a so do I. oh man the white people love that because they treat him like jesus and um i just stopped i stopped caring about him and i kind of i don't know i i started learning about libertarianism and anarchy and i went from there to kind of i don't know uh more independent minded realizing the government is a fucking scam and all around there's no reason to have government we can organize ourselves autonomously and society does that automatically so i i i'm perfectly fine with not having any form of government and i went to kind of the spiritual route after we did mushrooms together and then i think that leads into how you kind of woke up a bit yeah, well, prior to that, I think um, religion and g- growing up Christian, Christian household, going to church every Sunday. Um, but that church was very, uh, I guess, fear based. Like it, it just put the fear in, of God in you. Like, don't do bad or the rapture is going to happen and you're going to be left behind type shit. Sure. So at a young age, I was just traumatized by that. Like, that sucks having to hear. <laughs> Yeah, or like the go to hell thing, right? Like, yeah, and you I'm know, gonna burn in hell for all eternity. Like, what the fuck is that, dude? It's crazy. So, like, that's like, if God loves me so much, I don't think He's gonna like want to put me in hell where the devil's gonna torture me for all eternity. So true. Yeah. So, at a young age, I had that feeling like something was up. Um, but you know, I was I went through the rest of my life as a drone, um, just like I like that word. That you use buffalo and as a drone um finally got to the opportunity to take mushrooms and that just totally 180 me and woke me up to 
what this realm really is slowly building you know i'm learning new things every day it's that just oh yeah i feel the same way and and yeah. mainly not even like just researching shit but just based off my own intuition yes yes i feel totally. like i've told people that like i tell people that all the time now like ever since this covid thing happened i feel like like i me and a few guys at work already knew from the from the very get go there's something wrong with this this is not right i don't think this is real i think this is set up right yes and i've been i've been awake for like 10 12 years now like and uh i think ever since this covid thing happened and we all knew it like these three guys at work me and these two other guys we felt like I felt, I told them, I'm like, I feel like my intuition is like strengthening now. And they're like, me too. It's totally. crazy. It's like, and it's almost like you can tell by looking at somebody if they're jabbed or not. <laughs> oh man. That might be true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like it's a crazy thought, but like I've run into a few people at work, like random people that are shopping there. Uh, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm going to guess here, but you're not vaccinated. Right. And they're like, how the fuck did you know? And like, I just sense it. It's so freaking weird. And then we have like almost like a half hour discussion and I'm like, I better let you go. I got to get back to work, but it was very nice meeting you. And they're like, yeah, you too. Like, this is crazy. You know, like, and I've had like a few run-ins like that. It's pretty wild. Dang it. Are you in a pretty busy area of Canada? Oh, yeah. Fairly yeah. busy. I'm near Toronto. Uh, okay. I'm in yeah. the what they call the greater Toronto area or the GTA. Okay, wow. And uh, the place that I work at is like a convergence of both uh, of two cities. It's almost like they connect right at that center. And a lot of people go there. Oh, that is crazy. That kind yeah, of sounds like the place we came from. Yeah, a little bit. Where we were born, anyway. It's yeah. pretty chaotic, but I kind of thrive off of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I, I enjoy interacting with people. That's cool. But at the same, but at the same time, it does get kind of infuriating because a lot when there's when there's a lot of people, there's a lot of stupidity. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just insane. Um oh, so you guys uh do you guys trip on mushrooms often or is it just like a occasional thing? We haven't it's, done it in a while. It's been a long time, I think, since we've done it. But we've done it, you know, multiple times and then last I, last year, no. Or no, we didn't last no, year. No, I don't think we year did. Year before. No, because last year, everybody was tripping the fuck out because this whole thing started. <laughs> and at first, when it first started, I was like, this isn't going to be a, like a real thing, right? Like, right away, this was kind of like, this is fucking bullshit. Because, you know, this was like some shit that, plant, that was planned, obviously. Like, yeah. I, don't know how, I don't know how anybody could... That's what's so frustrating, like working with people that aren't awake, right? Is that I don't know how anybody could just not buy into is, it yeah like how do you fucking think this is real like this is so, it's the it's same the it's flu. the same yeah it's exactly where did the flu numbers go oh they just transferred it over to covid so fake. like it's so easy to fucking see but like people are just like you gotta get your flu shot you gotta get your vaccine it's not, first off it's not a va it's no longer 
defined as a vaccine. They changed the def- definition of it. A vaccine actually prevents you from getting uh, a certain disease or like, like say like measles or polio or whatnot. Right. And now it's like, no, you need this one shot and then you need another one and then you need another one. And then you need another one. It's like vaccines don't work that way. Hello. I know. Yeah. When you put it that way. Yeah. It's called gene therapy. <laughs> yeah. That too. Experimental gene therapy at that. And then you got the whole graphene oxide thing, and it's like, what the fuck is this? And the weird. What are we doing here? That they find. Yeah. <laughs> and then every new variant that comes out, it's like, uh, so how are you testing for the new variant? It's crazy. Did you see? <laughs> did you see that picture, or I think it was a Twitter thread that was floating around with uh, the islands off Antarctica? That were named after the variants. Oh, I just saw that today. Isn't that crazy? Just before uh, I got on here, I saw that. Uh, Great Deception posted it. They're so unoriginal, baby. <laughs> They're just so oh, unoriginal. I know. These people. Well, that's the thing. That's why every Marvel movie is the same. This is yep. why all the movies are like all the romantic comedies. Like if anybody who out there, no offense to anybody, but if you love <laughs> romantic comedies and that's like your thing, they got your brain. Because there's oh, like yeah. a formula to every one of those movies, and if you haven't caught on by now, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It there's a formula to everything if you just like stare at it. That's why we enjoy the mushrooms when we did do them a lot. I mean, we haven't done them in a while, but that's why we like them is because I feel like you see the pattern of what's behind all this shit. Yeah, well, it's it like yeah, it, it it's almost like it lets you uh, hack the matrix and you can see the code, right? I think yeah. we we uh, discussed this a little bit uh, when I met you guys on uh, Legit Bat. Yeah. yeah, we did. And I, I asked the question. I was like, "Is the mushrooms hacking your matrix, or are you what? hacking the matrix with the mushroom, or something like that?" Right? Like, yeah. You guys are like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> yeah. That was- yeah, because you blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, I never thought of it that way. I still can't. Really, that's like a which came first, chicken or the egg? Right. Type scenario. Kind of like that, yeah. It's really hard um, to think about. I was I was 14 years old when I uh I never tried marijuana, nothing. I had like a, a couple drunken episodes with friends and shit, right? Like 13 years old and shit. But then <clears throat> 14 years old comes along, I'm in grade nine, and my one of my best friends comes along and the, we're we're at the mall and he's like here, Dave, put this on your tongue. It'll make you feel like you're drunk. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, okay. So I fucking put this orange tablet and it's got a little Mexican sombrero on it. I'll never forget it. Oh my God. <laughs> and I and I put it on my tongue. And he's like, just hold it there for like five minutes and then swallow it. I'm like, okay. So I did that. And like half an hour later, I start seeing like colors kind of blend in together and shit. And I'm like, oh fuck, what the hell's going on? Right. And then uh, I had a couple other friends come at me like, Dave, how you feeling? I'm like, pretty wacky, you know, like it's pretty wild. And then like another half an hour later, I'm sitting in the mall with my friends and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? You know, oh my God. at 14 years old, never smoked marijuana before nothing. Right. And we go in the arcade and I'm like stepping the, the, 
the floor is like checkered, like uh, gray, oh, and, gray and black, right? And I'm stepping in between these checkered, uh, the checkers on the floor because it looks like one's raised and one's not, and one's raised and one's not. <laughs> I'm like stepping in between them, and my friends just fucking die and laughing, right? Well, it was Obviously, crazy that you don't want to fall through the floor, <laughs> right? That day was crazy because I like experienced so it's like I experienced nothing, but at the same time, I experienced a shitload of things because oh there's very God. memorable things that happened that weren't really memorable if you're sober, you know what I mean? Like chewing a piece of gum. I was, I remember standing outside of this party and I was chewing a piece of gum. And I closed my eyes and I could see the gum forming in my in my, my mind's eye, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. But yeah, that lasted eight hours. I never did it again. But I did do mushrooms a couple times. Uh, but each experience, you take a lot with you. You know what I mean? You take a lot back. It's almost like you, that's what they call it a trip because you go on a trip and you come back. And you take shit with you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's that's how oh. we woke up. Yeah. The yeah, story, I mean, like, the stories that come out of it, though, are always fun. Fantastic. Hilarious. Those are great. Those are so some funny. good stories. It's like, I, 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 it was, I wouldn't say it was a bad trip because, you know, you hear those stories where people have bad trips, right? And I was freaking out a little bit, but I had like a few friends who are experienced already and they really like, calmed me down and just said, Dave, you're just high. That's all it is, man. Just chill. Enjoy the ride. And then after that, I was like, I was good. You know what I mean? Oh man. That's, that's really good. You, you want, like, that was like the worst place for you to trip the first time. But the fact that you had people experience with you really makes a difference. That's how it happened with both legs and me. We just, we had one of my friends who he loves mushrooms, man. That guy, if he, if he could like live on a mushroom farm, he would, but <laughs> he brought us the mushrooms and he had been trying to get me to do it for so long. And I'm like, I was, I'm, I was a fucking drone. I needed to research this shit and know what the fuck right. I in my body. So I checked everything about it, figured out it's not going to kill me. I'm not going to die. If anything, I'll grow up a bit. And yeah, he brought it and we just, he guided us through it. We just kind of like, I wouldn't say waltz through the experience, but it was just such an eye-opening. Oh shit! Everything's connected, you know, like 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 it yeah. wasn't obvious before. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But yeah, we just—it was a gradual wake up. It was like doing nothing too. We weren't at the mall, which would have been super scary. We were Dude, it at was home, like, yeah. looking at the popcorn ceiling, listening to music. That's it. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, the lights everywhere in the mall, like neon lights, and the. I was in the arcade of all places. And my buddy was sitting in, um, I don't know if you ever remember the game that was out by Sega called Afterburner. Oh, it yeah, was like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's sitting in this contraption and the, the seats moving and shit while he's moving the handle. He's like, dude, look, I'm flying a fucking jet. I'm like, dude, I can't even watch you right now, dude. I'm too fucked up. <laughs> You're like, I'm too fucked up right now. <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, like, once everything settled down, it was cool, you know, like once, uh, cause I had great friends growing up, you know, like they were always like really loving. They weren't like, they weren't like, uh, 
bullies or anything like that. They were always good with other people too, right? So that's awesome. Very, I was very blessed for that. But uh, um, oh, and then <laughs> just when we started peaking, we go the mall's closing and we're getting kind of getting kicked out, right? And we go downstairs and this guy, this, he was running a, a, a t-shirt shop. He called it T-Shirt Palace, right? It's this Indian guy. And he, he, it's like he knew we were tripping, right? Because there was like seven or eight of us gathered at this T-shirt shop, oh, all the lights man. out and everything. And he pulls out these black light posters and one oh, of them shit. is like a spiral. And he pulls the black light out and he goes, <clears throat> he puts his voice on. He goes, you are now entering the Twilight Zone. Right, and we're, uh, oh, we're shit. all just like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> it was so funny, dude. Looking back on, like, being there was a little bit scary, but looking back on it is like fantastic, you know. Oh man! <laughs> and then you all left with t-shirts, right? You all bought t-shirts. <laughs> no, we didn't. We just we got the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh shit! I wonder if that was like his sales gimmick. He's like, these kids are tripping. Let me let me sell them some fucking shirts. No, he 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 just knew that we were tripping. That's all. He wasn't trying to take advantage, but he just wanted to fuck with us, you know. Oh, that's so that's hilarious. <laughs> and then we went to a party, and I just I don't even remember what the hell was going on there, except for me standing outside by myself chewing on a piece of gum and seeing it in my mind's eye <laughs> like you could see the shapes that it was forming in your mouth yeah yeah That's as it was chewing nuts. it i could see it like it was crazy i'll never that forget it i could still see it and that's when i was 14 and i'm 42 now right like shit that shit will never leave me yeah, that's well. so that's so crazy that you could see that in your mind's eye and you like you probably knew the exact shapes it was making yeah like, that's so fucking nuts man like when you think about shit like that, how do you, how does that work? I mean, I know Legs <laughs> is doing some work with her third eye, but like, like for tripping and then like work, does that, do you, do, do you experience stuff like that, Legs, when you're um, trying to connect? I mean, in terms of if I, if we're in nature, yeah, for sure. I feel a huge connection, just some energy around me because you know, there's energy all around us. But in nature, it's really strong and I can just really feel it around me and everything's breathing and I can see it breathing. Um, That's wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And if I am in this, like walking around the city or the neighborhood, um, things seem really fake and it gives me a lot of anxiety. Like no, yes. no way you can turn on the TV <clears throat> when you're tripping because it's just you can't I personally I can't watch anything any movie any tv show if maybe like nature scenes or just like documentaries with I don't know birds or something but <laughs> butterflies and shit anything that's like I don't know movies tv shows it's hard to to watch mm. it's pretty fake looking yeah I, st I still can't imagine like forming the shapes and knowing the shapes of all that stuff like yeah you know, that is really cool I don't think I've like shit I don't think I've trippy. ever had. And <clears throat> that's just from like a young 14 year old innocent kid. Right. Yeah. Like, like I, it just blew my mind. And I, my friends came out too and they were what they were, they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, I'm watching the gum. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Cause I'm standing there 
across the street from this party, this house party, and I'm just with my eyes closed, chewing gum, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I told them they're like, so awesome, "Dude, <laughs> just tripping out, eh?" It was fucking wild. Oh, <clears throat> Have you had any other experiences like that? Uh, not necessarily good ones. I don't want to get into it really because it was a little personal. Oh, for sure. But, uh, uh, um, I, I kind of wish I had more. I have, I have a, a story, <laughs> a really funny story about <laughs> my other friends because they ended up doing way more acid than me and throughout the years, right? Oh man! Because I only did that one thing, and then they started microdosing, and then they started doing like micro dots. They call them, what? which are like super stronger, super stronger than um, actual like acid tabs, right? Oh my god! And they were doing like six or seven of them at a time, and I'm oh, like, how god. the fuck? Like, there's no way, dude. Like, I, I couldn't do that shit, you know. But I would, I would just like get drunk or, or high or stoned or whatever while they were like on like seven tabs of acid. And uh, anyway, I remember this one other party I went to and my one of my best friends, he was like totally tripping out and he was like not feeling, he was not having a good time, right? Oh, shit. He's, I remember him sitting on the couch and he's like, and I was laughing at him because I thought he was like kind of joking, but he wasn't. He was freaking out, right? He's like, dude, my fucking teeth are spikes. My teeth are spikes. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. He's like, I can't fucking deal with this dude. My teeth are metal spikes, right? <laughs> and I was just standing there laughing because I'm like, hey, dude, that's on you. You did seven fucking hits of ass. <laughs> that is terrifying. You weren't even like, dude, tripping. Your teeth are spikes. I, your teeth are teeth. Chill out. I, his his buddy was trying to calm down too, right? But, holy shit, it's funny. But him and another guy, and um, okay, the guy whose whose who's, who's teeth were spikes, right? His wife, him and his wife went to another friend of ours' uh, cottage, and this other friend of ours. <laughs> I don't like using names on podcasts because this is immortalized, right? So, oh, for sure, for sure. Anyway, um, the guy that they went to the cottage, uh, he's terrified of spiders, right? And once again, they did like five hits of acid or something, right? And uh, he had to go, he had to go down to his shed for some reason. And so, my other two friends are sitting up there on the patio, and he goes down to the shed, and he comes out of the shed screaming terrified running towards them like he's on fire oh shit and he's got he's covered in spiders oh my god like literally covered in spiders and he's fucking on five hits of acid just fucking freaking that is so fucked that's, up that's so fucked up but it's but it's fucking hilarious yeah. it's so time. funny just because what are the chances that of that happening when you're on it when my buddy told me the story about it, I was I couldn't fucking breathe because I was laughing so hard, right? But I'm sure it was not fun whatsoever for him. You know what I mean? He probably has like some fucked up PTSD from it because I know when I had like really messed up trips, I get like no joke. I had this one that it was just the worst fucking trip 
ever where I felt like my bones were glass and they were breaking and I was coming down with like the worst flu and then which is the worst thing oh. that you need that happens to you when you're tripping like everybody knows like go to the bathroom beforehand but for some reason whenever i do mushrooms i have to it doesn't matter shit. if you have like anything in your system or not you gotta shit i gotta shit i, I yeah. have to shit <laughs> i was having a terrible terrible trip and like my dog like she looked like something out of like I don't know, like Ren and Stimpy, like one eye, <laughs> one eye kept getting bigger than the other. Then it would get smaller. The other eye would get bigger. Oh, shit. It was like, like some like weird, like trippy shit. You're and... just like, my fucking dog's possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was possessed. I thought the demon was trying to come shit. out of me. And then I went to go use the bathroom and the floor was like sinking and I thought I was dying. And uh, I totally took legs out of her trip and she just like, fucking nursed me back to whole health again and i i and then like for some reason she was able to like get back into her trip after but whatever you do with mushrooms measure your shit right guys because that's what happened with me i thought we were just gonna do two grams but we ended up doing double so which is like one gram short of a heroic dose and the the universe collapsed on itself so (laughs) yeah yeah, I saw it collapse. That, so, the roof above us just started collapsing before you started having your freak out. Yeah. And so like every time after that, when we were trip, I would have like PTSD and I couldn't like really fully enjoy getting into the trip because it was like a reminder of that that shitty time, you know, and I get, you know, everything's a learning lesson, you know, in the end. So my lesson is measure your shit right. <laughs> Holy fuck. Do you guys think like fasting is better like if you're to trip, it, it comes on quicker. Yeah, but I mean, for me, I can fast and do anything. I think you. I don't know if you could handle. Yeah, I don't think I could handle that. You I tend think to freak out more. I, I do. I need like a little something in my belly, and so sure. like we perfected it to where the best way that I, I like to do it is with a tea, and I think it's it's a lot easier because you can change the flavor of it a lot better because mushrooms taste. I mean, they grow in shit, so they taste, yeah. so they taste like shit. You know, it doesn't. That's probably like, why I, it makes you have to shit. Exactly, because you're like putting shit in your mouth, and you're like, oh, I gotta shit this shit out. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it's, it's just not like a, a pleasurable thing. And like people put them on like peanut butter sandwiches or like pizza, and that's like yeah. ruining pizza and peanut butter jelly sandwiches. So the it's best thing to, to do is choke like, it down. Yeah, just eat it really quick or you know, brewed in a tea and, and I do it, I do it really good and it comes on real quick. So yeah. And for a while you actually powderized it and put it in pill capsules. Yeah. And that that takes a little while to process though. Yeah. That was very, and you got to do the measuring, right. And I fuck it up. (laughs) So, but yeah, that's another method. That's you don't like it way too fucking strong. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like you take one little tiny little sip from the, the, the hot tea and like two minutes later, you're like, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, man. It comes on pretty quick, but like no joke after you drink it, like I would say like 20 minutes and, and you're in. You're like, you're, yeah, you're knee deep pretty... in the muddy. Sorry about that. I uh, dropped my mic. Oh, you're good. I dropped you're my good. mic. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so do you think um, when you trip, do you think you're getting like a glimpse of uh, the spirit realm? 
I, I think we're getting a glimpse of what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen the movie uh, Legs? What you were saying about how you see like the grass and the trees and all that stuff uh, breathing, like you can see how alive nature really is. And it's not just like, we're not just like in the real world when we're not tripping we just kind of just shrug it off like oh yeah whatever it's a tree it's grass right but when you see it when you're tripping you're like holy shit now it's alive right and you could probably you could probably go up to like a flower and start fucking talking to it and have a conversation with it yeah it's uh (laughs) yeah you can touch a tree and i've done that had a conversation with trees Mm -hmm. um what else let's see yeah, you. T- I've touched like bushes on hikes, and the you just feel it. Breathes. And and you know, if you if you do meditation and you connect to the ground through grounding, you can also feel it breathing. I mean, I can feel it breathing too. But you get really good at meditating. You can feel it that way. It's um, so cool. Yeah, it's the energy is everywhere, and we all have the ability to feel it and tap into it, whether it's through psychedelics or just meditation and calming your mind Um, yeah even sometimes when i because i don't smoke marijuana but i i take oil right under the tongue because i I smoke cigarettes right so i don't like smoking weed because it makes me cough way too much now um but uh the oil like i can take like the exact amount that i know where i'm going to be super comfortable right every time for sure and uh, the other night I had this experience where, <laughs> and I've been, I've been like having dreams lately where I've been talking to my cat and he's talking back to me. Right. <laughs> so funny. Those are probably real. All of right? those things are real. Like, yeah. You guys are probably having a full conversation with each other right now. Yeah. And this cat loves me to death. Right. Like he's super needy. He's always wants to be with me. And he always, when he wants attention, he'll come up to me by my leg and like, give me the, a little gentle paw swipe at my my leg just to uh-huh. say i'm here bro you know i want to talk i'm like okay and but the other night i was like super high <clears throat> and my dad wasn't home <laughs> and i'm just talking to my cat like he's another human being right there right and he's just fucking walking around all like like he's the shit right like oh he's <laughs> actually talking to me like having a conversation with me i'm like and I told him, I said, I know you know what I'm talking about. So if you want to talk to me, that's cool, dude. You know, you can talk to me. <laughs> I won't tell anybody. That's awesome. <laughs> Holy crap, I love it. It's so funny. Yeah, the way he was reacting to it was like crazy. I was like, holy shit, maybe this is actually, you know, my dreams were trying to tell me something. Like he just wants me to talk to him like he's a regular dude, you know? <laughs> That's crazy. As crazy as it sounds, right? But it's like it's it's true. No, I think it's true. I think it. I think it so is true. We had a weird experience with our dog, and we were watching our friend's show. Chance, Chance's show, right? Was it vibrant? And he had a Catherine O'Shea. She's like a pet psychic, I guess you could call her. Um, but she she connected to our dog on the show, and no joke everything she said was fucking true like about how we communicate with our dog we tell our dog everything as though she's a person because we're like right. 
we think, you know, like she's going to take this information in and she might not react or respond the way that we normally do, but she's understanding that she knows what we say. Yeah. Right. And she told us like things about our dog and like concerns we were having about our dog and our possibly like getting future chickens and stuff that, that she was like, Oh, I'll be okay with them. Don't worry about it. Um, and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, Catherine channeled our dog with our permission and she said that our dog Izzy basically is going to be okay with us having chickens. Like she'll look after them. Yeah. And we, we don't, they didn't know, Catherine didn't know anything about us, I guess you could say, or what our future plans were. So to hear this completely out of the blue, it was just, it's real. Connections are real. And she, sure. she also reported how like at the time our house was like being packed because we were going to leave California. And she was saying how Izzy, Izzy's like, I'm down. I'm down for this journey with you guys. I'm down for whatever. I don't know what this is, but let's go together, you know, kind of a thing. And Catherine didn't know any of this shit about us. And I was like, what? This shit's, <laughs> this shit's real, Davey. Like, so you talking to your cat, your cat knows exactly what the fuck you're saying. I, I'm I'm pretty sure he does because he responds like if I just if I don't talk to him talk down to him like a cat like because you know how we talk to our pets like hey buddy oh yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? this conversation I had with him the other day was just like dude what's up how's your day you know what I mean that's like that's a norm awesome. like a normal conversation and like I hope you had a good day man I mean I mean I know you're like locked in this apartment but. You know, it is what it is, right? He's just kind of like running around and like walking around in a circle, like responding to it, you know? That's so <laughs> cool. Crazy. I love that. <laughs> it was so funny. And then I'm like sober the next day and I can't do it. <laughs> used to like get your, your vibration to that frequency or whatever, you know? That's That's what it is, right? Like, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I know when I would do edibles um, in California and we had our garden in the backyard, um, I would go out there and garden, you know, and to totally connect with the crops that we had, the little plants that we had. And the hummingbirds would be coming by and I'd be connecting with them. You know, it's you tap into another frequency or whatever you want to call it when you're, I don't know consciousness is enhanced or yeah, when, you're, right. when you're elevated i like this yeah elevated yeah for sure it it makes me think like how many people out there actually do it you know what i mean and they they don't say anything to people because they think oh they're gonna think i'm nuts you know yeah yeah sometimes you just gotta say fuck people and and, and oh, be that sure. weird guy you know who cares yeah, for sure. I mean, have you guys had any experiences with, um, uh, hold on. Uh, sorry. Uh, have you guys had any experiences with, uh, people telling you that you guys were fucking nuts for deciding to do what you want to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <for> sure. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, just um, I would say more so with work, with our old jobs that we don't have anymore, yeah. with coworkers giving us a hard time just yeah. for um, choosing to read a book 
instead of watching the latest thing on Netflix or I don't know, going for a hike and just being outside, learning to grow your own food, not going out as often. Yeah. Um, I saw that as very weird. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, I got I got called Little House on the Prairie a few times. Oh, that's a compliment. I love yeah, that show. Exactly. <laughs> that's a great fucking show. Hell yeah. I got back into that about 10 years ago. My dad still watches it because he's he likes old school TV, right? And I, I kind of prefer the old school shows and stuff too because they were sure. a little bit more wholesome, you know. Oh yeah. But don't get me don't get me wrong. I like crazy shit too, right? But I just uh, like they were God fearing and everything, and you know, it's um, all family. Yeah, like family oriented, and we, we we've lost that for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Oh, Especially yeah. now, like. I feel like I want to go back to the old days, whereas people are like, no, they, they, they're probably welcoming transhumanism by now. Right. Yeah. That's probably where we are. And that's probably their agenda. Their agenda is to turn us into robots eventually. So. I think, I think that's, that's where they want us to go. That's why they have all these like black mirror and, you know, weird, like weird shows that, favor turning into a, a robot or like a half human half whatever thing or connecting you to your phone even more that's that's part of like the big theme of our show is we're trying to get people to go back to things the way they were i mean you know like legs has been baking bread and like making butter like we're drinking raw milk like we we get our eggs from somebody who has chickens and also gives us our raw milk and we're planning on making you know having our own chickens and getting sure. fresh eggs and even having like some meat birds and stuff and doing that whole thing and i feel like that's that's what we need to do yeah we were here because we were doing all this stuff but we were doing this stuff for ourselves we weren't working you know, eight, nine, 10 hours. Some people work like 12 to 16 hour days for someone else just to make a little bit of money. I mean, if you're going to make a little yeah. bit of money, you might as well just work on getting your own food and it, and it'll be like the best food you ever eat and you'll be the healthiest you've ever been. Plus you could, you could cultivate it and sell it too. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. the whole, that's the whole point. One of the things that we, want to do besides doing the eggs and like baking and all that kind of stuff is we want to like start growing microgreens. We want to get a hoop house going. We want to grow all these kinds of things and, and sell. And you know, the thing is like when you grow your own food, what's the worst that can happen? Like, Oh, you don't sell something great. Well now you have extra food and it's your exactly. Food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly. kind of what we were trying to do. My oldest brother uh, bought a, a lot of acres. Uh, he lost it, but I don't want to get into that. But he had his own, uh, he had two cows, he had chickens, he had, he was growing his own garlic and everything, organic garlic. And then oh, man. he had people coming into town from town and coming over and buying their garlic and, uh, you know, profiting off of that a little bit and eggs and everything and milk and all that stuff. Just like a little mini kind of farm, right? Yeah. He also had uh, twelve sled dogs that he oh, was shit. raising, awesome. and he would they would uh, he would take the dogs out on the land on the acres, and you know train them. And he still he's got nine left now. 
But uh, yeah, that was, that's his dream too, right? And also, if shit hits the fan, he's actually off grid. He's got solar power trailer and everything. Oh damn! With running water and everything, he said, "Dude, if if you know shit hits the fan, you can make your way up here." <laughs> that's good. You have a place to escape. Yeah. If I could get past police checkpoints and shit, <laughs> just run yeah. that shit over, man. <laughs> right. It's just crazy to me. Like I, there's so much going on in the world that people are so oblivious to. And I'm trying to tell people like, dude, have you seen what's going on in Australia? You know? Exactly. Like, and people are just, people just don't fucking know. They don't know why all this is happening. And I'm trying to tell them like, dude, listen to my show. You know, if you want, if you can just like put down your movie or video game or whatever, or even while you're playing a video game, just listen. Right. Yeah. That's what I do. I, I, I'm a gamer too, right? Like I've always been a gamer and it's really hard for me to get away from that. But while I'm doing that and I'm not doing my show, I'll be playing a game and listening to a podcast and then just sharing it with other people and telling them all the information that I've gained. Right. So yeah, it, it is what it is. But at the same time, like I had somebody come up to me and say <clears throat> about the whole um, situation we're in. He's like, it is what it is. And I'm like, yeah, but if we're not fighting it, then what are you doing? You know? Yeah. You're embracing it. Exactly. You're, you're supporting it and you shouldn't be supporting it because it's fucking bullshit. Exactly. That's why we were, you know, it's funny. Like right after we left, they put some like hold on Biden's like mandatory jab thing. And for like a second, we looked at each other and we were like, Oh, we could have probably just kept our jobs and waited a little bit longer and you know, all this stuff. And then we're like, we fucking hated our jobs. We hated the life that we lived in terms of for that job. At least we hated that part of our life, but we started already disconnecting and becoming, I, I would say ourselves and looking back, like I I'm, I'm glad that only like bothered me for a second because this was the best decision we've ever made in our life to just live our life on purpose rather than, through rather than just existing you know yeah sure like existing doing that nine to five bullshit working for somebody else getting shit on from they get shit on from their upper management so they can shit on you exactly right and it's like what do you do about that like it's like dude i'm just doing my fucking job like get out of my face you know what i mean yeah it's so ridiculous it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous and like sometimes it takes a lot of uh, energy to like hold myself back from wanting to like grab them by the shoulder and then punch them in the face. (laughs) (laughs) How can you sell yourself off like that to just for your job? How can you sell that to me? That's what selling your soul really is. It's you work at a fucking shitty corporation who makes billions and billions of fucking dollars every day. And then they shit, it's like a shit uh, slide. It goes from the top to the bottom and it goes right down to you if you're not a manager. And if you're a manager, you have to shit on other people to get your point across. And I just don't, I just don't see myself becoming a manager because I don't like to shit on anybody. I like to have unity, you know? Yeah, for sure. We, when I I was working, I was working for, um, the third largest pharmacy benefit manager um, in 
United States, OptumRx, they, they're like this healthcare company that comes off like, oh, we want to help people live better lives or healthier lives or whatever bullshit mission statement is. It's all, it's all bunk. Like they, they have this persona outside of, you know, like in the public eye, but with their employees, they're entirely different. Like they blow smoke up our ass constantly. It's like what you were talking about. That shit rolls downhill where they just, they have these goals and their goals are profit, completely profit, but they want to help you live a healthier life. Like those aren't the same. Those aren't, those goals are mutually ex exclusive. They're not aligned yeah. together. Like living some, living a healthy life does not coincide with making the most money. I'll, I'll tell you that right away. <laughs> exactly. Any, anybody that says that it does somehow, or you can make money off of keeping people healthy. No, you can't. Cause the, the simplest things that are free for the most part, keep people healthy and the most expensive shit in the world for healthcare makes people the sickest in the world. And 100%. nobody sees this. And, and it was eating me up every day until I left. And now like every day it's been progressively getting better in terms of how I feel. It's like, yeah, oh, you not... feel way more liberated. Now. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so free. It's so freeing. Like I can go for a walk whenever I want. I can go out, you know, I, it's snowing here. I'm just like, I'm, I'm sure it's snowing by you. So I, I've never shoveled snow. We lived in Southern California. And so I actually look forward to shoveling snow and I get to do it now. And so like now when I get to do it, I'm like, shit, that's like a workout, you know, like I get a free workout that the sky just provided me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we like, just like getting around town, it's like, it's work to do that. Cause you're walking in snow, you know? So it's, it, it's, it's freedom, but there's a lot of responsibility attached, but it's like, sure. It, it feels great to have that responsibility. Cause that's shit that it was taken away from me living in a, in a comfortable set city where everything's handed to you and you don't even have to leave your house for groceries if you don't want to you could just order it on doordash yeah well i think that's like that's part of the uh the agenda right is to get everybody so comfortable where they don't have to do anything exactly right they want those and smart cities they want it they want it to be like wally the, the, the movie Wally, where oh, man, yeah. these people are like fat in a fucking floating chair, guzzling fucking sodas and eating hamburgers and like not having to do shit, right? Oh man, that's so true. It's crazy, man. And then they want to put us into a fucking virtual world on top of that. Like, come on, man. What's wrong with this world? Oh, you fucked it up. That's what's wrong with it. <laughs> Well, they, they just want another world to get to so they can fuck that one up too. That's why I never yeah. understood why they wanted to go to Mars so much. I'm like, you're just going to fuck that place up too. And then I stopped believing in Mars. So it's like, <laughs> you know, we're fucked anyways. Yeah, like, did we really go to space? Did we really go to the moon? And why can't we go back to the moon? Oh, because you lost the technology. Oh, okay. So they you never can't had just like technology. <laughs> to begin with, right? Holy oh, shit, dude. It's crazy, man. Like, people don't see this shit. They just want to see what is being portrayed on the TV. That's all it is, man. And then they say that, 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 that those are facts, right? For sure. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. When I started this journey, I thought like flat earther people were the dumbest fucking people. I was like, who the fuck thinks Earth's flat? How can you think Earth's flat? 
And then I realized they were pushing dumbasses like Bill Nye on us. And he's not even a real scientist. He's an engineer. And right. he's not even really an engineer. He's like an actor, you know? And like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Exactly. And, and, and then I started like, all right, let me listen to these flat earth people a little bit. And they, they point out a lot of questions. And they make they, a lot more fucking sense than what, they, what you see on the TV. Exactly. And yeah. then um, like I started listening to Crow 777 and he's yep. really big about like watching the moon and the sky and he calls it the sky clock. And a lot of what he says is like he doesn't say the earth is flat. He says space is misdescribed or the earth is misdescribed, which I, I that's kind of my camp. Like I, I don't know if it's flat. It could be this. It yeah. could be like shaped like a dick. I don't know. Like I really yeah. don't know. It could be a but... fucking dick planet. Like, exactly. No. <laughs> It could be. I, I've never been into outer space, so I don't fucking know. But it's important to question what you're being presented. Just like if you go to church, exactly. if that priest is up there fucking telling you what's in that book, you got to question it. Otherwise, it's blind faith. And people, people will come at you saying, "Oh, you believe in flat Earth? <laughs> you're so stupid." And it's like, I don't believe in flat Earth. I think it's possible. But I've yeah. never been at outer, sp outer space, so I don't fucking know. Just like you don't know. You think you know the facts, but you don't know. Exactly. We all think we know something. Yeah. We don't know if we know. And then the sheer, the sheer arrogance of people that they, the, the arrogance that they, that, that they portray when they think they fucking know shit and they don't know shit. Just like I don't know any, anything. I claim I don't know anything. I don't believe in anything and I don't know anything. But what I do know, this is like kind of contradictory. What I do know <laughs> is that I don't know anything. That's true. I could agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I'd rather just be open-minded and claim that I don't know anything. And that, that takes away my, e my, my ego too. You know what I mean? Like it kind of like it, I present myself in a way where it's like, yeah, I don't know, dude. Do you know? And then they'll say, well, this is, this, this. and I'm like, yeah, but those are, that's shit that you've been presented while growing up in school, but you don't really know that because you haven't experienced going into outer space and seeing for yourself if the earth is a disc or a penis, like you said, or not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just don't fucking know. And to claim that you do know, because you were told by NASA, then you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. NASA, NASA, which means just to deceive. In to Hebrew. deceive in Hebrew. Right. That's a fact. Exactly. It's just, it's, it's, it's an, it's an, an insane world to me right now, but I love it at the same time. Cause I'm just enjoying doing my podcast. I'm sure you guys are really enjoying yours too. Oh yeah. And meeting new people and cultivating relationships with like-minded people. It's like church, man. I say it all the time on my show. It, this is like church to me. Like it always refreshes me and makes me feel confident in what I'm doing. So yeah, you guys, you guys are blessed though. Like being able to, you know, get out of the city and get in a small town and get your land. And uh, you, you, do you guys want to work your way up to uh, getting off grid soon or just taking one step at a time? Definitely one step at a time. I think um, eventually the end goal is off the grid completely. Oh, yeah. But 
I know you want 40 acres, I which is love, a lot to manage. I would love to start with 40 acres, but it's a ton to manage. <laughs> Plus yeah. it's expensive. Five, I say five acres to start. Yeah, I don't know. I still want 40. What would you do with 40 acres? Well, the thing with like why I want that much is because I would like to have like one, at least one or two dairy cows because I like, I would like to supply my own milk and we could make cheese and butter and cream, sour cream, yogurt, all kinds of stuff. Um, and it's plenty of space for like a small chicken operation. And where have you ever heard of the guy, Joel Salatin? No. So he is a pretty famous, like regenerative farmer. He's written over 14 books. Joel Salatin um, has Paul, he is the owner and like main guy at Polyface Farms, which I think is in like, I don't know, it's in like one of the Carolinas. I, I have no idea. But the books that he's written like completely redefined farming as a whole. Since the Industrial Revolution, we've been a sold a bill of goods where we're talking about monocrop farming, where it's all like hay or all, you know fucking rice or whatever and instead he's like no that's not the way to do it well, the way to do it is to actually take care of the land and his method of taking care of the land is through using animals to regenerate the soil and to bring back you know what is really supposed to be um uh, a, a more stable soil more stable grass like his thing is all about the grass so like I'll give you an example. He'll he'll have a big lot of pasture and he'll have cows come in and cows will eat the grass and they'll poop everywhere. And then then uh, what happens if that line there, right? It's bringing maggots and flies and all kinds of gross stuff. So then he brings in the chickens and the chickens will come in. They'll pick through the pies and they'll spread the manure, spreading their own manure. Then that helps feed the grass and brings up better higher quality grass because all that chicken manure and like steer manure and then he harvests you know the cows he harvests the chickens then he'll bring like pigs in to root shit around it's all a balance about bringing animals in and restoring the soil and then you can harvest the animals or sell them off or do whatever you want and he has tons of different ways of balancing different animals like growing chickens and rabbits in the same kind of house system and it, it's it's ingenious when you think about it because what he's doing is he's utilizing the whole animal including its its feces basically right to, to restore everything and to bring balance back and you can generate not only tons of grassland but you can generate tons of compost for gardens and what happens sure. in gardens. you make tons of like vegetables fruits and all kinds of interesting stuff so reading a lot of his books, we're learning a lot from him, talking to people like um, Adam over at Deborah Gets Red Pilled and other podcasters that are kind of in that movement have really opened our eyes to, to this sort of method. And I figure 40 acres, that'll give me plenty of space to try out a bunch of different methods and see what works. Whereas like five acres, <laughs> no offense, legs, but I, I don't think that's enough for me. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. Like he seems to be, 
he seems to know his shit and he's like kind of like making it a less technical and mechanical ecosystem, but a more natural ecosystem, right? Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it totally rebuilds the soil area too. That's a that's the problem with a lot of this monocropping is the soil depletion. And as a result, you have to what fertilize, fertilize and yep, more chemicals. That runs off. We know what happens. It runs off into the groundwater or local streams and lakes it's not good well this is yeah this is where you get the whole fucking genetically modified shit right exactly and yeah like, like now it, people are genetically modified because they get this job yeah that's another fucking podcast <laughs> but seriously like it's i think a lot of people such as yourself are they just want to go back to how we should be doing things instead of all this bullshit transhumanism shit you know exactly we want Sorry, to be more I, I, I curse a lot on my show <laughs> oh no it's all good i get I'm passionate that's oh. good we should for sure and so what's your next step guys so the next step is we're still in the middle of of choosing what breeds of chickens we want to get i know i know what meat birds i want to get but in terms of like egg layers we're still looking at and then we're going to place our order for our chicks and hopefully they'll come kind of in the spring when things kind of thaw out a bit and there's less snow and we have we're lucky that the place that we're at now is it's family um we're not we're not with family we're on our own right now but we are preparing it like as though people will come here and we're kind of fixing up this house that's been in the family for, you know, so many decades, it already came with a brooder house. So if we set that up, we can brood them outside or in this brooder house, get them ready and then just kind of start with that. Maybe do some microgreens and harvest what we can sell what we can. And, you know, we'll just have plenty of eggs and do all that kind of stuff ourselves. That's like the next step. And are you guys uh, hunters at all or no? Yeah, we tried in California. Yeah, it was really hard to do it in California because a lot of the places we can go to were two, three hours away. Um, and to make the trip worthwhile, you'd have to take some time off work. It was oh, yeah. just compared to here, you can just drive 10 minutes. Yeah, you just <laughs> yeah. Get it, go get a tag and then drive out to the woods is like 10 minutes away. That's it. I mean, are you guys down for that or? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm totally, I I'm dying to get like a bigger, a bigger animal, like a deer. I think we'll start off in when the thaw comes. Um, I, I think it's squirrel, like cottontail season. So we'll just get some smaller stuff to start. And then as we um, progress in our skill, um, there's tons of deer in the area and there's a, so our zone is archery only, but the zone right next to our zone is rifles rifles are good to go so i figured we could just get like an over-the-counter and go check it out we also got a buddy who got who just bagged two elks so he bagged an elk on Oof. one day and then he went the next day shot an elk it went over a ridge and another hunter shot it and tagged it before he got there no way yeah and then so no. he had to go out at like another like and after that like another day and then he filled his tag so he has two elks still but he shot three <laughs> and uh and so he has some land that has like elk moose and all kinds of like really cool stuff i want to kind of like bend his ear and see if he'll let us go out there because i would really like to get 
an elk once we once we've got the deer down i'd like to try and get an elk that would be pretty sure awesome. why not right yeah elk meat's awesome can, too yeah dude you can like you can stock up on meat for like a while you know what i mean oh for sure that's like like i don't even know an elk is after you cut it up but i'm i know it's more than a deer so <laughs> yeah have you guys tried moose no but i'm dying to try it i think it would be so delicious. delicious it's like the least gamey meat really yeah it's so good like my uh my family is from most of my family's from newfoundland which is uh east coast canada but on mm-hmm. the island right yeah and uh, they always send moose meat over because <laughs> moose are like Newfoundland speed bumps. Oh, shit. Like if you're driving and you you see a moose, you better hit the fucking brakes because you're dead if you hit it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, seriously, my dad had to swerve. He was on his way home from Newfoundland and he had to swerve from a moose <clears throat> and he went through a guardrail, through a forest and down a little bit of a hill and hit a tree if he didn't hit that tree he would have went off a cliff <laughs> oh shit oh my god that is so scary. yeah it's freaky like, but yeah if you hit a moose you're toast because <laughs> they don't move they move you <laughs> exactly how do you like to prepare uh your moose and what cuts um, do you usually get i don't know the cuts but we usually actually ground it up and put it into burgers. That sounds good. Yeah, that can never Moose burgers are fucking bomb. Do you put any any pork fat or beef fat in it? Nope. Just straight meat? Straight meat. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. It's delicious. It's a little bit... Um, it's almost like it's a little bit... Uh, I'd say crumbly, but it, it sticks together well. But it, it's a little like once it hits, once you take a bite, it kind of falls apart in your mouth, like crumbly wise. It's almost, huh. yeah, it's it's different. It's very, it's not like eating a, a ham, like a meat burger. It's it's more like, like you could taste that it's not beef. You know what I mean? But it's still delicious, absolutely delicious. Have you ever had a bison burger? No. Oh, I was going to ask if you could compare the two because bison no, is like a gamey kind of meat too. Right. But I, I love all that shit. Like um, even um, like going to Newfoundland, there's nothing better than drivings along the highway. Not the highway really, but the roads that are labeled as highways. <laughs> They're not like freeways, right? They're small roads, but it's still a highway. Um, but you'll usually catch a guy in a van who is selling fresh caught lobster and there's nothing, there's nothing like it. Like if you get like a lobster from a grocery store, chances are like it's been in the tank for like ages. Right. And it, it gives you a shitty fucking aftertaste. But if you eat like a fresh caught lobster, it's so meaty and it's so tasty and you get no aftertaste and it's amazing. Oh man. Don't talk about seafood because we are so far away from the ocean. That's the one thing I think we miss the most from California is like great seafood because it's right by the coast and like sushi because it's like comes in fresh every day, you know? Mm. 
But like I I wouldn't dare eat sushi anywhere near where we're at right now cuz there's there's a good chance it's like it's not three day in. shipping process. Yeah, it's like a three day yeah. shipping exactly. You're supposed to eat it like right when it's caught, you know. It's like oh, at yeah. Costco they sell they, now they sell sushi and it's like uh how long has this been like rolled up for i don't know it still tastes okay but it's like you have to eat it when you get it otherwise the next day it's like kind of slimy oh yeah it's gross yeah it's like gas station sushi (laughs) pretty much yeah and they call it snow fox it's like or you're giving it this nice little name you know but it's like it's not fresh (laughs) she's called snow fox yeah like the the company name that provides it, right? That produces it. Oh man, Snow Fox. That's like, um, have you heard of Chilean sea bass? Yeah, yeah. That's not really the name for that fish. It's called like Patagonian toothfish, but they named it <laughs> Chilean sea bass so they could sell it. Right. Because that sounds better than Patagonian toothfish. It's the, right. the stupidest thing. They just changed the name. Oh, we'll just call it something else. You know, <laughs> it's not like, you know, I'm trying to think of like the name of a weird critter. I can't, but I'll make up a name. It's like if an animal's name was like turd, turd ducking, you know, like you wouldn't want to eat a turd ducking. You would want to eat like turkey or something that sounds better. But like if turd was in the name, you'd probably be like that has shit on it. I don't yeah, I'd rather it. eat a turd than a ducking. <laughs> exactly <laughs> at that point anyway <laughs> i had no offense to the turducken people because i know that's an actual thing and yeah I it's like it's like a that. turkey stuffed with duck right yeah which sounds good i've never had it though it does but i think i think those things those niche things become more popular and then it's just like it loses its charm you know what i mean Oh, for sure. <clears throat> like when I first heard of a turducken, I was like, oh, turkey stuff a duck. Okay, sounds cool. I've never had it. <clears throat> but after all the years about knowing about it, it's just like, eh, eh, I could, I could leave it, you know? You're like, that's, that's nothing. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, dude. So I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, it's been fucking awesome. Uh, hilarious. And uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Do you guys want to plug anything? Yeah, plug your show. For sure. Yeah, you yeah. guys can uh, check all our stuff out at falserealitycheck.com. And we're also at uh, on Rockfin. So rockfin.com slash falserealitycheck. Um, yeah, we have, we have, have a, a telegram. telegram. Oh, yeah, telegram. What's the telegram? Uh, telegram is t.me slash falserealitycheck. Yeah. And then we're on cool. social media like FRC pod and all that stuff. Just uh, look for us everywhere podcasts are served yeah cool this is a shorter episode but i think it was jam-packed with a lot of comedy and uh cool shit for sure so, yeah yeah like. dude oh, it's so fun okay how the fuck did you guys get a rock fin um, oh man that's a wonderful so the great sam tripoli is the reason we are on rock fin we we met him in person and um he actually had us on zero his show i think we're episode like 106 or something like that awesome and we were gonna go see him at a show and he's like you guys want to be on rockfin and we were like yeah that'd be great and he's like done and in two days we were on it i was like holy shit that's so cool you really really a lot of 
Yeah, a lot of like I've, obviously I haven't met Sam Tripoli, but I fucking love him to death. Uh, I've listened to him for like four years, but um, he's he's just doing so much work. This guy's a machine. I know. Yeah, he has like fifty. Amazing. Podcasts. And I have I have a lot of people saying, "Dude, you got to get on Tripoli." I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna gonna get on there. I'm like I'm I communicated with XG for for a while on my old account, uh, and I reached out to him a little bit, but. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't give a shit. I'm just doing what I'm doing and I'm having fun. So who cares? Yeah, for sure, man. Keep doing your thing. And as long as you're having fun, it's that's all that matters. You know, absolutely. Yeah. You guys too. keep doing your thing and uh, yeah. uh, Stay blessed and uh, you guys have a good night. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thank you so much, man. It was great. It was a good time. We're going to have to have you on our show. For sure. I'm totally down. Just send me an invite. All right. (laughs) Right Right on. Cool. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, my beloved cartel, for tuning in once again for episode 31 with the False Reality Check podcast. Uh, Buffalo and Legs were such an honor. It was such an honor to have them on and... uh, God, it was it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. I hope you guys did too. Um, and informative too. Like if you guys want to get off the grid, then you know these are some of the things that you could probably think about when you're uh, trying to work your way out there. You know, I know there's a lot of people out there that want to do that, especially if you're uh, spiritually minded or oriented. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in again, and um, I'll see you next time. Um, a few days, you know give or take uh, if all goes well so yeah thank you so much guys and peace out god bless you all and i love you thank you